the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries of Military of Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. This week on Reigning in Life Through Faith. When you're born again, our spirit now is free from that principle of sin and death. But our mind and our body isn't. Thank you for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Mills as he begins part one of Love, the Foundation of Faith. I wanted to look at some things uh, this evening that I believe that is really going to help us out a lot. I'm still concerned about our um, understanding of what we need to do in order to walk in um, this life that God has given to us. Jesus said that he came that we may have life and have life more abundantly. So this life that we that we have been given, how do we appropriate this life? Because when you come out of the world, <clears throat> you you have no idea about this life. Uh, you're born again, but you you still don't know what it's all about. Um, and, and I certainly could, can attest to that myself. I certainly didn't know what it was about. Um, still learning, as a matter of fact. I haven't arrived. I know a little bit more about it now than I did, you know, some years ago. But unfortunately, there are many in the body of Christ who doesn't have a concept of this life of God. Are you all understanding what I'm saying? And it's tragic. Um, uh, sometimes, you know, when I'm thinking about it and I see certain things, it's tears just come to my eyes because I, I know that people could do better. Um, when you talk to uh, someone uh, about a condition that they're in and... Um, when they're talking to you, it just sounds like there's no hope. Um, that kind of gets gets to me, you know. When I understand that there there is hope, that if you, I'm talking about Christians now. I'm not talking about somebody who's not a Christian. If you only knew what the word of God says that you need to do in order for you to gain hope, just hope. 
You understand what I'm saying? And so um, I, I would like for all of you all to be able to help people when they have no idea about hope that you would be able to uh, inform them that there is hope in Jesus. And not and, and and you know they've probably seen so much where they don't know whether it's real or not. You know they're hoping that they get to heaven. They don't know that they're going to get to heaven. They don't even know that they right now, if they're born again, have eternal life. They're hoping that they'll get there. And so all of you all should be able to um, witness to the fact that they're not they, they, they're not trying to get there. The life has already been provided for them. They have the life. You just got to know how to appropriate the life. I was looking at a scripture today. Y'all don't mind me just talking to you all this evening, do you? So I, I think it might help you all out some if y'all just let me talk. <laughs> all right. Over in Romans, the eighth chapter, verse two. There's a scripture there that you, um, you you probably want to become familiar with. And it says that, um, well, let me, I, I guess I better read it because I don't want to, I don't want to just quote something and I want to look at because I might want to point out some things here to you as well. But it's talking about the life that we have has made us free from the life or the, the law of the life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. And so um, if, if we understand really what this really means, we could make a lot of progress out of this. It says, um, for the law of the spirit of life. Now, a law is a principle some kind of principle that we live by. Is that right? Can all of us agree on that? A law is some type of principle that we live by. And so this is now the, the principle of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the principle of sin and death. A principle thing is something that is, um, it's going to happen because of the principle, basically, in, in, in this respect right here. Sin and death is what we were principled to. In other words, we had no choice. We had no choice Whatever we did would only take us to this, this principle of sin and death. You all understand what I'm saying? In other words, whatever you did, the only thing you were doing was, was, was creating for yourself sin that leads to death. You got me? Now, 
a couple of things has happened because when you're born again, our spirit now is free from that principle of sin and death. But our mind and our body isn't. Are you with, are you with me? Okay. Our mind and our body is not free. We have to make our mind and body free from the principle of sin and death. If you don't know how, you're going to promote in your own life this law of sin and death. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And so when it says the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. In my spirit that has already taken place in my mind and my body, I've got to do something in order to override through the law of the spirit override the law of sin and death. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now, Jesus said, my words are spirit. My words is life. So the only thing that you can do in order to override the law of sin and death is learn how to declare the word of God. As Proverbs tells us, 1821, that in our, that our tongue, there is life and death. So he has given me a down payment on being free from the law of sin and death. But it's a law. And if, and a law is going to, it's, it's, uh, a law is a law. It, it is what it is. Uh, you can't change it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, unless you change your behavior. The law is still going to be there. Oh, shucks. You know, 55 miles an hour is still out there. I don't care, how much, I don't care if you're going 70 or 80. You understand what I'm saying? And if at any time they want to, that you're running over 55, they can ticket you. And you are guilty. You hear what I'm saying? The law of sin and death is still in effect, just like gravity. The only thing that will allow you to override the law of sin and death is what you say out of your mouth from your spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Otherwise, you're going to be subject to the law of sin and death. Are you all with me? Now, the only reason I'm doing this is just my preliminary. 
The only reason I'm doing this is, is because I want you to understand how important it is for you to believe the Word of God. And what you need to do in order to establish in you, get it in your heart so that out of your heart, out of that section of your heart where you live from, you can live automatically off of the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That overrides the law of sin and death. Are you with me? So I want to, tonight I want to look at some things. Now, we've, we've talked about this before. We've talked about confessions before. And um, I don't know whether in the bookstore, whether I have this book in the bookstore or not, but um, there's a book by uh, Kenneth Hagin called um, Confessions. Something about confessions. And um, what, I, what I like uh, on, in him, I think, is in him. In him is the name of the book. Um, what 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 we need to understand and what we need to confess is who does God say we are in Him? Because until uh, we get an understanding of who we are, we are we're going to participate with the law of sin and death. You understand what I'm saying? Um, you know, like, I think it was Sunday I was saying. Um, according to Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse 17, it says, we are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Is that right? Um, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So now, what do you say about yourself, though? See, what have you been saying about your own self? Have you, have you said that you are a new creature in Christ Jesus? Have you said that? I don't mean one time. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, is that in your spirit where you know that you are a new creature in Christ Jesus? Can you tell the difference? than what you were when you were in the world. Do you act different? Does anybody know you're different? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, uh, we have people who say that they are born again, but their family don't know that they're born again. Because they still doing the same thing, cussing and everything, same old thing they were doing, you know, before they, you know, and they come to church, you understand, and you think, okay, wow, this is a nice Christian person, you know, so forth and so on. You may mess around, and the family, they don't, who, who is that? Who are you talking about? They, they don't know who you're talking about. Are you all with me? Can you understand what I'm saying? And the reason being is because you haven't made enough confessions about who you are in order for you to be changed. The one thing that, that, that we've got to come to the understanding about is when the word of God says renew your mind, you can't renew your own mind. I mean, you can. But I mean, you don't renew your mind just by thinking I'm going to renew my mind. 
You got to do what the Bible says that you need to do in order for your mind to be renewed. You have to allow God to work on you in order for your mind to be renewed. Amen. You have to talk to God about you in order for your mind to be renewed. You have to, you have to, um, you have to take credit for, or uh, credit, is that wrong? That's the wrong word. You have to take um, responsibility for your own actions. You cannot um, minimize your actions and just kind of slough it off, you know, kind of like the what's happening over there at uh, on Capitol Hill now. Well, they're not cleaning the house yet. That's what I'm talking about. They know they've done wrong, but they're still there. And they ain't leaving. Now, you have to take responsibility for your actions. You have to talk to God about you. When I talk about you talking to God about somebody else. It's too many of, of us is talking to God about somebody else instead of about our own selves. Hello. Are you with me? Okay. And so the one thing that when, when Romans says, uh, be renewed by the transformation of your mind, your mind does not uh, become transformed just because you say you're not going to do this anymore. That's a process that God has set in place that says he will make you what you ought to be. Now, how many of y'all know how powerful the word is? I mean, do you really know how powerful the word is? In over in, uh, let's look at this for a minute. Over in First Peter, I think it's the first chapter. First Peter one twenty three, and um, I'm gonna back up to twenty two. I just twenty two is where the sentence begins. This, since you have been purified, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. Now you, you um, that right there is key. Right there it says, um, since you have purified your souls. In obeying the truth. In other words, by obeying the truth, your soul becomes purified. So obeying, obeying uh, is the process that I take to act on the word of God. Is that right? When I act on the word of God, something's going to happen on the inside of me. Okay. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit. Notice this, through the spirit. Remember uh, what I just read. The law of life. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus makes me free from the law of sin and death. The law of the life. Okay. In the spirit. So here he says now, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the what? Through the spirit. So this is not mental. Are you with me? Come on, y'all. 
um, there is a cognizant thing that I'm going to do in order to allow something to happen. But I want you to understand that it's not your, it's not mental in what it takes to renew the mind. Word of God says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That is the very core of your mind. Okay. So he says here, he says now, through the spirit. So this is not something this, listen, in order for my mind to be renewed, it's got to come out my spirit. But I'm getting ready to show you all. And we're going to look at some things. It has to come out. It has to get in your spirit. It has to come out of your spirit in order for you to be transformed. Not in your mind. Memorizing scripture will not transform you. Are you with me? Mm-mm. No. Confessing, confessing this, the scripture now will eventually transform you. It doesn't transform you because you made just a couple confessions. I'll tell you that right now. All right, y'all with me? Okay. So he says, um, through the Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren. Now I can tell you, man. I, oh my goodness, this is this is just rich right here because um, a lot of your transformation is going to happen because you love the brethren. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If you don't, if you can't love the brethren, I can tell you now, you're not going to be transformed. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? I, I mean, truly love. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. You know, you, you know, you come in here and say, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, love you, man. I, I'm, I'm talking about have some. I mean, some compassion for the brethren. Are y'all with me? I'm talking about unconditionally. Amen. I mean, this, you know, whatever somebody does to you, um, you have, you're going to have to get to the point where you can overlook what's done to you. Still love on them. Uh, some of y'all shaking your head and everything. Let me, let me just explain something to you. This is not done through your effort. This is done by the Spirit. That's why you have to get the Word of God in you. Because every Word of God is going to feed the love that has already been uh, been put in your heart. When you were born again, there was a seed of love that was already put in you. God's Spirit, God is love. So love is in you. It has to be fed, though. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The, the, the challenge we have, I, can, I, can, I know people, I, you know, and I know that you know, they got from what, problem in their love life. You can look at them. You can tell them. I mean, you know, you listen to them. I know. I'm like, okay, they got problems. Yeah. I, you know that, you know, uh, they're still young in the word. As far as the word is concerned. Amen. So all of, all of what I'm telling you 
on on what needs to happen in order to overcome the law of sin and death. Love has to be the foundation almost to this thing. Are you with me? Love. Love. I'm talking about real love. And I can tell whether or not you love me or not. Well, y'all y'all will treat me different. But I can tell whether you love when how you talk to somebody else, when somebody else somebody else do something to you. I can tell. I can tell your facial expressions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I because I see spirits, you know, just coming through. You know, I, I see. I, I, I see. You know, you can see evil. So you're not fooling me. And you're certainly not fooling God. I don't want you fooling yourself. Are you always kidding? You understand what I'm saying? So this is something that you have to work on. What you got to work on is, you know, you loving people. And you tell God, I want to love everybody. Thank you for tuning in to today's Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. If you're in the D.C. metropolitan area, Dr. Mills invites you to join our encounters every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. and every Wednesday evening for our 7.30 p.m. Bible study. If you cannot join us, we invite you to visit our website and watch us live at agapeembassy.org. Like or follow us on our social media pages for up-to-date information on what's happening in the ministry and encouraging posts that will bless your life through the week. church in a hotel, the passing of our founder, the transition to our new pastor, the COVID-19 pandemic. Through it all, God has been faithful. And with this year being Agape Embassy Ministries' 30th anniversary, we are celebrating just that, the faithfulness of God through generations. On April 14th, At 7.30 p.m., we will gather at the beautiful Waterford at Springfield for our special anniversary gala. Come in your best formal attire to have a delicious dinner and enjoy the talents of singer-songwriter Tim Bowman Jr. and the hilarious Rod of God comedy. This milestone occasion is an event you don't want to miss, so make sure you purchase your tickets on the Agape website by Friday, April 7th. Happy 30th, Agape! Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.